What's up, Orfam? You know what time it is. Let's get into this. I guess we're getting into it. We're getting right into it, guys. All right. So uh, we got a cool thing going on. You know, we're uh, continuing on with our 80s retrospective. I guess you could call it that. Uh, we're breaking these uh, the whole decade into two-year chunks. Tonight, we're going to cover 1988 and 1989, yes. but what's really cool about tonight's episode is we are jo- joined by Mr. Bill Van Vagel and Mr. Nathan Bartleball from Phantom Galaxy. Yeah. What's, what's up, going guys? on, guys? How are you doing tonight? And, and by joined, you mean party crashed. <laughs> we just invited yeah, no, 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 no. Over. <laughs> we're, we're all into the party. As, as long as we're not conjoined. Yes. That would be, hey, yes. the more meat, we're the merrier. <laughs> And we, we just discussed the fly, so Bill's still on that track. You know, we'll build his own rumble machine, see what kind of meatloaf comes out the other side. Yeah. This is so kind of like that stovetop stuffing commercial back in the day where the kid tells the other kid, go to Billy's house because they have stovetop. Oh, oh, yeah. Here we all are. Oh, I like the one. It's shake and bake, and I help. That's <laughs> But I, I am I am really excited for this one because oh man yeah. nice. I messaged you guys right away and said I love this series and then I called in the other day, but for this one eighty eight eighty nine isn't traditionally known as one of the big horror years. No, it's but, not. But as Ryan was messaging me before saying you know there's a lot there with any year if you dig you'll find lots. Oh yeah, and, that's crazy. And this, this is no different. That's 100%. Like, I started looking um, and doing research and stuff, and I was like, holy shit, man. My list has kept getting bigger and bigger, and I'm like, man, there's a ton of horror that I would consider, I would recommend to people, and that I would consider pretty damn good. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's definitely. some greats in there, you know, but uh, some that are going to probably make my top 10. I was just telling JT, we're going we're gonna to be doing our top 10 of the 80s. And I, this is going to be hard for me. Yeah. Oddly enough, there's mm-hmm. a lot of films in these two years that are probably some of my favorite movies. Yes. I mean, uh, me too. There's a one in this year that's one of my all-time favorite horror movies close to the top ten, honestly. Yeah. Wow. Top ten, depending on the day. Would that be uh, Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers? Yes. <laughs> man, man, you took the, took the wind right out of my sails. But no surprise, I've seen off, that movie. Boys, the gloves are off. It ain't the gloves that Ryan's come off. over here talking about hookers already. As long as it's the, only the gloves that come off. I'm yeah, I, I, did, I didn't even bother wearing pants for this episode. <laughs> Game prepared. That opening Jesus. scene where she's... She's laying down the uh, plastic wrap, and he's like, oh, and then the chainsaw comes out, and he's still not asking any questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, you know. But, yeah, guys, we are doing <laughs> 88 and 89. Uh, this is going to be a, a pretty fun one, A, because it's a big list of movies, and B, is because we got our good buddies Bill and Nathan with us. Yes. And uh, so this is going to be fun, as usual. We yeah, we, us, we appreciate so. you guys being here, too. Oh, uh, no whenever, coming on. whenever uh, there, Bill threw that uh, threw that out there, I was like, "Oh hell yeah, let me kick ass." <laughs> there's there's only one thing that'll get me off my hammock, and it's the horror chronicle. That's right. <laughs> nice. nice. You're doing better than me because half time I don't even want to be. Here. <laughs> what you can't see is beneath that computer desk, he's still in a hammock right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just a banana hammock. <laughs> no. <laughs> I didn't have any. They didn't have any extra large, so I didn't. Yeah. I oh, I'm good. I, I shop in the. I shop in the junior department. <laughs> got a thought in my head that has went way wrong. Uh, but way anyway, wrong. anyway, so how? Anyway. How I think we're gonna do this, guys? I think what we'll do is is um, we'll just 
do a round table type, kind of like it. We're just going to talk over each other all night. No, I'm going to mute his mic. <laughs> Man, that's Phantom Galaxy style. You can't take yeah. our, our stick. <laughs> oh, oh, we can't steal your thunder there. <laughs> so um, we'll just each, you know, go around picking movies and we'll talk a little bit about them and all that. And we'll try to make it through these lists. And Well, the, the, the way that I did mine is I knew that the hosts, you guys are fantastic at this and you guys would take the big boys. Yeah, I figured okay. that much. So I kind of dug to the ones that were, you know, below the crud in your shoe. Those are the ones I pulled. <laughs> That's up. perfect. That's perfect. Do you need all a lot of those covered. on my list? Yeah, yeah. yeah. My mine is the schlock. Nathan's is the intellectual. Ryan's is the bloody, and JT's is the boobies. He's yes. probably nailed it. Yes. Actually, I think I, he's probably right on. <laughs> what I want to know is, is after your post a few weeks ago, how many of the what was the nude scene count in these? <laughs> 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 you ran out know. of fingers and toes. Yeah, so. That was the craziest thing. There was a Friday the Thirteenth this year, wasn't it? There yeah, was, was it? both yeah. years. Yeah, both yeah. years. Yeah. Um. Well, we might as well talk about that because the Friday the Thirteenth that came out in 1988 was part seven. Um, it was called New Blood. Blood. Yep. Um, as a movie, not the greatest film in the franchise, but it has one of the best things that ever happened to the franchise, and that was the introduction of Kane Hodder as Jason Voorhees. Mm. Yeah. It was his first time behind the mask, and he followed it up with three more installments. Yeah. And I absolutely love this movie because of Kane Hodder. What are your guys' thoughts on this one? I'll be honest. I probably haven't seen it in 25 years. Yeah. <laughs> I know I've seen it, and but after a while, after about I find after about number four, they all kind of blend together until they reboot it. So you're going to have to give me yeah. what the highlight of that is. This it was is actually it, one it, of my it, favorite it, ones. Say, it, oh, wasn't the one, yeah. it wasn't the one on the ship in New York. That's no, the next oh, one. That's Manhattan. That's next year. That's Manhattan. Okay. We're going to talk about that Lark one Park Lincoln, With Lark Park Lincoln is the psychic girl, right? The telekinesis? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I do like this one a lot. Although... Once you introduce uh, Jason's opponent as a telekinetic girl, it kind of then becomes un- imbalanced, you would think. Like, why don't you just pick him up and slam him into a few trees? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or explode. Well, he would do that with her yes. if she was on a sleeping bag. Yeah. That's true. That's true. I mean, there, there are the earlier ones are some of the earlier ones for, and of course, is one of the better ones. But I have a lot of fun with this one. And this one I'm probably most nostalgic about because I saw it maybe a year or so in the realm that it came out. I probably saw it in like 89. And uh, had a lot of fun with it. And it was probably the first one I saw all the way through from beginning to end. Because yeah. even though we watched a lot of horror movies growing up, uh, for whatever reason, my parents were like not big on the, the Jason film. So they would turn it off, you know, where you'd kind of have to yeah. see the piece there, here or there. This was the first one I saw all the way through. And I loved it. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I like yeah. this one too. Um, to be honest with you, I can kind of watch all of them. Like I know, like Bill was saying, the first four were good, you know, and after that. To me, um, the Friday the 13th are movies that I watch when I just want to watch some campy-ass, cool, good murder <laughs> scenes, you know. Yeah. It's just something that, it will, like you kind of said, nostalgic that will bring back. And you can just hang out and watch yeah. a, a good movie. You to, know? Me they're, to me, they're comfort food. Yeah, yeah, you know, you exactly. You your blanket. You can watch it. You know there's going to be a little TNA. There's going to be some blood. There's going to be some weird kills, and yeah. you just sit back and whatever. Yeah, sweet. You know, and you can't go wrong with a, you know, camp counselor movie <laughs> <laughs> they're all kind of similar and none of them to me are 
are so awful you can't watch them. You know what I mean? No. It, yeah. I don't think there's one. Although I remember out. going, I went, one of the first horror graphic horror films I saw in the theater was the one where they go to outer space. Jason X. Oh, Jason, Jason X. X. Jason I X. I love that one. Jason and I was sitting X there going, probably but, one of the best kills on fi- on film, and that's the frozen face kill. But, yes. But, but when you're like 18 and you're expecting teenage counselors, oh, yeah. and you're like, yeah. oh, come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You well, were older you know, than was, 18 when Jason X came out. Oh, whatever. Yeah. No, how, it, it, what it year was that? It was up there with Leprechaun. That was 2002, man. Was that really that that long ago? Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Maybe I was in my. Maybe it just seems that long ago. <laughs> <laughs> it, that it does. That it does. Yeah. Hey, one of the highlights of that movie was when the nipple falls off the android. <laughs> <laughs> no, the sleeping bag scene. Yeah, yeah, that was That's good. the best. <laughs> the right, the holographic. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Love now the it. one I didn't care for was Jason versus Freddy. I was not not a big fan of that one. But. See, and I I dug that movie. I I got a kick out of again it. with me. I think it was nostalgia though. Yes, with me. It wasn't those, awful. I just yeah. Um. So let's uh let's go ahead. One of you guys. I don't care. You guys can fight to the death over who's going to put one out next. <laughs> Nathan, throw, Nathan, throw one out there. Okay. Well, I'll go with the one that actually. To me, is probably the best movie on the list and one of the best horror movies I've seen. And it's a, it's actually a Dutch film. It's called Sporloos, or uh, the American translation would be The Vanishing. Oh, okay. Anybody here has seen this that. film. So there, there's actually two versions of the film. Uh, not two versions of the film, but there are two movies called The Vanishing. One came out in 1988. One came out in uh, 1993. Both were directed by the same guy. Uh, one was an American film with Kiefer Sutherland and Jeff uh, Bridges. Yes. Sandra Bullock had a small role. That may be oh, the yeah, one yeah, yeah. that you're more likely to have seen. That's actually a very kind of pale, weirdly, again, it's directed by the same guy. It's a pale sort of American imitator of this original movie. It's not really like this film at all. This movie is one of the most, uh, in my opinion, one of the most haunting psychological horror movies I've ever seen. And have you guys seen this one? The particularly I have not. the. No, yeah, I have seen, seen it. I've seen it, but it's been uh, quite Spore a loose. Is that how you say that? Spore loose. Yes. Uh, I think that's S P O O R L O O S. Is it L O S? Yes. L O O S. Yep. We're looking at it right now. Yeah, I'm about to check this one out. George Slusser, it's an excellent movie. It's a very, uh, it, it takes its time. It's very um, atmospheric. It's very existential, and yet it captures you, and it does some things that you're kind of not expecting it to do, particularly if you're used to uh, a certain kind of uh, mystery thriller, a certain kind of like serial killer film. This kind of doesn't do anything that you would expect. It's much closer. I wouldn't say in in exact style, but it's closer to a Hitchcock film in the sense that Mm, the director understands how to play with the audience and he does it in a different way in Hitchcock a little bit. But it deals with this couple. They're on vacation. They're kind of going cross country. They end up, uh, there's a a scene early on where they get stuck in this tunnel. Their car kind of dies in the middle of a darkened tunnel. (laughs) And uh, it's Rex and Saska. Saska is hesitant. She's scared. She's frightened. She doesn't want to get out of the car. She's kind of freaking out. He gets frustrated with her, and he just leaves her there in the dark, walks out of the tunnel. <laughs> and you know this movie is called The Vanishing, so you're like, he's never going to see her again. And yet, everything works out okay. They get out of the tunnel together, 
and they are headed out. But there's a little bit of a there's a dark cloud over their relationship now because because of what's happened. You know, they just had this moment where she's realized she can't fully depend on him. He's realized that he can't fully be there for her. And then in the midst of this sort of argument and this fracture, while they're sort of arguing and, and having a moment over this, they pull into a, into a uh, like bus stop and she goes into the bathroom and then she never comes out and he never, ever sees her again. Oh, crap. And three years go by and he hasn't seen her. And we see three years. What's happened to this guy is he has sort of obsessively gotten stuck over what happened and again we all in our relationships have moments where you know the thing about a strong relationship is that weather is little rough spots but you always assume you have a few more minutes or a few more hours or another day right to resolve those rough spots this is like those big fears where you lose somebody in the midst of a downtime of a dark moment and those memories sort of haunt him and oh, then man, for me yeah. one of my big fears the idea of like losing a child losing a spouse and just not even finding the body, not knowing. And this not oh, knowing man, is yeah. tearing him apart. Yeah. Here's oh, yeah, what's crazy. After three years, he starts to get letters from the person who took her. Yes. And then what's mm-hmm. a weird twist in this film is the camera cuts in and shows you this guy, shows you immediately who he is, and you realize he's a normal family guy. He's just chilling with his family. His family's over here having a picnic, and they're in, you know, there's distracted, absent-minded dad over in the corner. He's just kind of walking around. What he's really doing is rehearsing the steps that he would use to grab someone and put a chloroform over their mouth and knock them into a car. Oh, and he's just wow. doing this over in the corner of the family home. These two guys end up on a collision course towards each other, and Rex is is just hell-bent on finding out what happened to Saskia and, and going as far as he can go. And when they have a confrontation, it's not at all what you would expect. It's not. So if you've seen the 93 movie, you really haven't got a grasp on what this one is. It's a very dark. It's a very haunting movie. I loved it. I mean, I think it's a fantastic movie. And, and the, the, the actor who plays the killer, he's just chilling because he's so down to earth. He's so seemingly normal. That's crazy. And that's, that, cool. that's usually how it is, though. Yeah. You know, yeah. You, you just never know. I mean. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you well, guys have too many red flags. <laughs> <laughs> You're safe. <laughs> oh, what about you, Bill? What's one you got going on? Well, what I'm going to throw out there, as I said, I was digging a little deeper, and this one's a fun one. See, here Nathan goes for this Dutch, you know, foreign, you know, high level. <laughs> I'm going to go for Maniac Cop. Oh, yes. Great movie. Maniac Cop. William Lustig, uh, a Larry Cohen film. It's got the mustache, Tom Atkins. It's got the lip, Bruce Campbell. It's got Robert Zadar as the Maniac Cop. And basically a cop that's dressed up, a serial killer dressed up as a cop going around and randomly killing people in New York City. And it's the police force trying to figure it out. Yeah, Yeah. man. that's That's a great film. Yeah. Actually, like there, what? How many other? There's like there was three, three, I think. Three, I think, yeah. yeah, yeah. I like all of them actually, but yeah, they're all fine. The third one gets a little out there, but it's still enjoyable. Yeah, but the it, first one, and the, and people that watch it for Bruce Campbell, there will be that crew. He really was not proud of this film. He he needed to make this film. You know, yeah, it wasn't exactly Tom it, Cruise, but he was good. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, it's Bruce. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I actually just watched this movie a few weeks ago. Every Friday night, I watch uh, Joe Bob's Last Drive-In, and he did this, and he had Bruce Campbell on there as a You're special t- guest, and they mm-hmm. played this movie. 
And uh, it was funny. Bruce Campbell was talking about all the <laughs> weird stuff that went on with the film and different things, you know. And it was kind of so cool. He, he never but, talks that highly of it. So I'm curious no, what no, he has no. to say. No. And the thing is, these days, you get Bruce's resume and Maniac Cop comes to the the top. I mean, he's done a lot of those sci-fi originals. And yeah. Stuff oh, like yeah. That. Oh, yeah. He's, he, he should be pretty proud of Maniac Cop. Yeah, definitely, definitely. All right, boss man. That's a good man. one. That's a good All right, one. boss man, go ahead. Did you, did you spit anything out there? No, I never spit. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, no, yeah, I said Hollywood uh, chainsaw hookers. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> talking about spitting and swallowing. No kidding, yeah. no kidding. Um, you know, there's so many that came out. I know one of Ryan's favorites came out this year, so I'm not going to talk about that. But what I am going to talk about is – Lance Henriksen in Pumpkinhead. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Pumpkinhead. What a fantastic <sighs> film. Dude. What a, I mean, you can watch that movie now and it still holds up pretty well. I still great movie. Yeah. Actually, it's funny. I, Without we, a doubt. I was going through my list on my on my thing and on our big 65 inch screen. My wife's like, ooh, pumpkinhead. I'm like, yeah, we're gonna watch that mm-hmm. later. Yeah. But uh <laughs> Speaking of that, like Nathan was just talking about how losing a child, you know, yeah, fucking Lance Lance kills it, yeah, in this. Um, because man, like you feel it, little boy giving him that little necklace. Oh my gosh, dude, that that just gave me goosebumps just thinking about it. Just everything about this film, I mean, the atmosphere in it and the, the, the lengths that he goes through just to try and get revenge. Man, you know, it just I, I can see it. I can see somebody doing that. Oh yeah, know? yeah. This this movie is great. Not only for that reason. My dog took my chicken nugget earlier and I almost killed him. You know? <laughs> so I can <laughs> see where, you know, revenge is but not not only for that aspect of it, but this movie's just great. Uh Pumpkinhead, uh this is a good movie for you to let you know you can watch with your kids. They're a little bit older, eight, yeah. nine. Yeah, that's you know? this Friday night horror night is going to be Pumpkinhead. Oh we yeah, man! Before, uh, before I realized what's coming on here, and yeah, that's it, Stan Winston directed this, and I was so excited. This is one I, I remember. Few like I remember seeing a lot of horror movies in these, but I, there's only a handful I remember where I was super psyched to rent them. You know, where you knew they were coming yeah. out, oh, and yeah. you were so excited. And this was probably that point where I started like picking up those fangs, not buying them because my parents, you know, they're fine showing us horror movies, but don't have those magazines where people can see them. You know, the Fangoria magazines. I'd oh, read yeah. them in, like in the in the like supermarket or something. And I remember them making a big deal about the fact that this is going to be directed by Stan Winston, the guy who's made at this point Predator and Aliens. Yeah. Two years, these two movies that were like, and then here's Pumpkinhead. And seeing the trailers and not seeing the monster until literally, because uh, I think my dad just rented it from the video store, so I didn't see the cover, and I'd only seen little snippets of it. So to see that thing kind of come out and lean down and poke its head in the window, oh, how unbelievably yeah. tall it is with those the big hands, such a great monster design. Like It's like the alien, but it's not quite like the alien. Right, right. Yeah, and this is a great creature feature. Oh, 100%. And without a doubt. It's got a little bit of everything, you know, with the witchcraft. And, and, and what I like the one about thing it, it is, doesn't have is a pumpkin head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what I like about it is, though, yeah. is it really sets up the characters to dislike them. Yes. Yeah. Like, it's like, uh, you know, this is, you know, tick it off in film school. These are the guys you don't like. Yes. Right. They yeah. give you that you asshole. have some sympathy for them, yeah. Yeah. A little Absolutely. bit. 100% with that one. There's oh, so many movies. I don't just want to jump into the big ones. We usually do jump right into the big ones. 
But um, he as jumped, I was he jumps on to the big one. Yes, my own. Uh, <laughs> better to be on top in that case. Yeah. Oh. But I'm power top. No, well, anyways. <laughs> we could just spit out some of those big ones and just get them out of the way. No, you know? why would we do that? Well, but anyway, I want to mention one, and I thought about this whenever I knew you guys are both coming on, and I uh, it's actually a anime movie, and it's called uh, Demon City. Uh, yep, Shinjuku. Shinjuku. Yep, yep. I was like, huh, that looks pretty cool. So I kind of checked it out a little bit. Nice. Pretty interesting. And I knew you guys kind of get to the anime type things and stuff like that. I was like, that'd be a good one to mention for him. I don't know if you, either of you guys are going to bring that up or not, but I seen it and I'm like, ah, I got to mention it just to, just to get it out there. Uh, because I, there's not very many uh, that I know of, cause I'm not big into anime uh, that came out in the eighties like that. Um, horror wise, you know, I don't know if people film no, it. Not any. too many. Akira, Akira, which is sci-fi. It has some horror elements. But there, there aren't. There's not a lot of horror anime anyway. You know what I mean? Vampire yes. Hunter D. I, I think that was '85, though. That's kind of one of the the, the big horror animes that came out. Vampire Hunter D. Um, and I, I again, I don't think that was '88. I thought that was a little earlier. But again, I'm learning. Some of these movies came out. I didn't realize it. Oh yeah. So. yeah. Well, right. so I will mention one big one since we're here. I might as well do it. Do it. I'm going to talk about one of my all-time favorites, um, and that is Phantasm 2. Yes, yes. I am. That everyone, is not what I thought you were going to bring up. <laughs> well, I love Phantasm. I love the whole series. Me too. Um, I absolutely love the storyline in Phantasm, um, and uh, that, that whole movie series is near and dear, but I like Phantasm 2 so much because it's the introduction of the old four-barrel shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> so uh fantastic and they too. get a real budget in this one too they yes. this is they have their biggest budget and you can tell it's the most like cinematic of the movies you uh-huh. know later on you just you know coscarelli's a great director you just wish they give him a little bit more money but here he kind of had the money and i i think the first one's the best one but this yes. is probably yeah. the next best one yeah yeah i remember when this film came out um it was probably one of the most anticipated horror sequels mm. because it had been nine years since the first one came out. Yes. You know, yeah. It's, uh, how many, how many sequels are there? There's six. Uh, there, there is five. There are six, five. There, well, six uh, with uh, Ravenger. Yes, five. Oh, Ravenger of six. I thought it is was there? five. I thought I'm Ravenger sure. was five. What was Ravenger Obli- is the newest one. What was Oblivion? That was four. Was Oblivion that four? was four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was yeah, Lord of the Dead was three. Yeah, I think there. Yep. I think yeah. there's only five. There's five. Right. I think yep, there's because five. Oblivion was the last one before Ravenger. I know that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Good I, love, I absolutely love Phantasm, and I can't. I can't talk about that whole series enough. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh. One of you guys. Oh. You well, no, no, no. You can't jump line. Well, yeah. you just looked at me and said, "Go." <laughs> It's your show. Go ahead. No, no, no. You guys. It's our show. So fuck, J- out fuck because JT. If I, if I start putting <laughs> stuff out, I'm going to go down a list. Oh, hey, I do got a really cool note up on the top of my paper, though, that uh, I was listening to your guys' latest episode. And Nathan, you were talking about Fringe. I was. Yeah. You guys like Fringe? I love that series. One I, of the best sci-fi Oh, TV my God. Series. It was so good. So good. Not many people Whoa. know about that. We but need to, whenever uh, had, I get through uh, all these X Files, we got to talk. We got to do one that, on uh, Fringe. Uh, 
Joshua Jackson and Josh, Joshua Jackson um, and John Noble and yeah. uh, uh, who was the um, who was Olivia the woman? Cook? Oh God, Olivia Cook. Oh, no, Olivia was a character. Who was she played by? Um, it's not coming to me right now. I think yeah. that was kind of her breakout role. Like that was the first thing I think I'd really seen her in. Great series. Um, it is. It's it's awesome. Uh, it's funny. He does have he does have that written real big. On top of his, because yeah. I, I was listening to it and I was like, "Oh shit, Fringe! Oh my god, I love that show!" And literally, on top, I really like that show. On top of mine, it, it says, good. "Real big Hollywood chainsaw hookers." <laughs> <laughs> it does too. Real big. Well, we, we know where our uh, thoughts lie. I'm anyway. surprised he didn't start drawing pictures of it. Though. Well, that's my um, other notebook. <laughs> well, let, let me throw one out there then, too. I'll, I'll, I'll keep it not so much with the highbrow, but how about The Lady in White by Frank Loja from oh, uh, yes. 1988? Oh, that's the main film. Did I one from list. you there, Jared? I'm sorry, Gerald. No, no, no. You're, you're all good, man. Yeah. You're all good. Um, I, you know, that's one of those films that not a lot of people have seen. And No, I, you know... I, it's a shame because I feel like it's it's really good. It it deserves to be in the conversation with a lot of the other kind of movies. You know, people talk about the Goonies and the Gate and all these other yeah. things, and yet nobody mentions Lady and White. Now, I will say one thing about this movie. I saw this movie when I was young. I was younger, yeah. and I'd seen these types of horror films. But I remember watching it with the whole family and really loving it. And then I, you know, it was it's on one of the streaming services, and I started watching it with my kids. And then suddenly I was like, wait a minute, this involves the rape and murder of little girls. And that was like, yeah. Oh, oh, flip, yeah. Flip, 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 flip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's, um, I don't know that it, it's, I can't remember if it's rated R or PG 13, but it's dark, whatever, whatever it is. Um, you. you know, and I couldn't remember, I always thought it was PG 13. And so I don't, um, I don't think it was rated R. I didn't think so either, but the content of it, and it also got into some, it, it takes place in the 60s, so there's a lot of, uh, of racial things going on as well. You know, there's a kind of scapegoated um, African-American man, things like of. that. Woo. Yeah, well, it was, it, I don't think it opened in a lot of places, but yeah. it's a really good ghost story. It's a movie, yeah, I mean, it only had a budget of like $5 million, but then it only made right. $1.7 million at yeah. the, at the uh box office but it's a really good movie it's a really cool film and you could definitely watch this with your kids yeah because that's got lucas haas i mean and he's just he's a young kid gotcha and basically go ahead nathan all i was gonna say is you just be aware that it's more the thematic elements you know like with my kids i'm fine showing the kind of over the top gore but it gets kind of intense in terms of like there's a killer of children out there. And yeah. so yeah. as long as you're sort of aware of that, it, it, it deals a little bit more in reality than some of the, like even some of the slasher films. And so that's where I was kind of like, oh, I don't want to freak them out too much, but right. it's a, See, an excellent f- film. And I had that same thing with, uh, gosh, dang it. Why am I drawing a blank? The prequel to, uh, the prequel to, um, or not the prequel, but the movie connected with Shining. Doctor oh, Sleep. Uh, Doctor Sleep. Sleep. I had the yeah. same thing with Doctor Sleep because it my goes boys, to dark places. Yeah. Yeah, my kids. You know, my son's, especially my oldest, really loves watching horror with me and stuff, and he's just oh, like, I want to watch J- it. Jacob Tremblay is way, way. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Well, uh, go ahead, Bill. Yeah. What you got? Well, I'm gonna throw out one that I don't know if you guys have seen, and uh, Nathan no doubt has, and you guys probably know the director. Uh, the director is Ken Russell, and it's The Lair of the White Worm. Yes. Yes. And that one is 
Well, for the ladies in the audience, it's got a younger Hugh Grant. And it's got Catherine Oxenberg, who you might know, and Amanda Donahoe, who let's just say doesn't leave much to the imagination at certain scenes. Sweet. And, you know, he's an archaeologist. They're in Scotland. He finds a skull in the ground, and it leads Mm -hmm. to something else, and it leads to something else. Anybody who's seen anything with Ken Russell knows it's trippy. Knows you're not going to get a linear storyline. You know, if you drop some acid, you'd really get into that. Oh, my favorite movies. <laughs> like it's, it, it, it's one of those, but you know what? It's it's not for everybody, but it's definitely an interesting watch. Because I just watched for the first time not that long ago, The Devils. And The Devils was directed yeah. by Ken Russell. Yeah. And it's, you know, like this is a 15 years later Ken Russell, but it's still right. in that realm. Yeah. So it's it's an interesting film. If you get into the mythology and stuff of the white, the layer of the white worm and all that kind of stuff, like you guys being uh, more of the cryptozoologists would get into that. I think it, mm-hmm. it's a fun film. Yeah, yeah. The movie starts when they discover uh, basically what they believe to be a dragon skull buried in an England English field. <laughs> so that Ooh. kind of sets the movie on its course. But it's a it's a weird, campy, goofy movie. It's not to the level of like Altered States or The Devils. But it's right. weird. So, <laughs> it's yeah. Oh, man, I got to mention this, too, real quick while I'm remembering it. So I'm going to write this down, too. But for um, for those of you listening, these two guys are part of multiple podcasts. But one of them is Strange Frequencies. Yes. And I got to remember, I don't know if you've got it set up yet or if you've already done it, but I want to do an episode with you guys on Tool, 46 and 2, particularly the song. <laughs> I don't know if you know much about that. Uh-uh. Talks about the shadow. Dude, okay. man, there's some cool stuff we could talk about on that. Just to mention that. I'm going okay. to write that down. There's 46 some, and 2. 46 so, and 2 by Tool. So send it to Nathan. He's the bookkeeper. You could do a whole episode on Tool. Yeah, we still got to get your, net, your other strange, your strange frequencies episode. You already recorded with us out. Oh, that's that's all coming good. up this uh, month uh, in oh, June. Yeah. Yeah. We'll oh, just keep putting it all out. But yeah, that's a good one. You guys will like it once we get into that. But anyways, JT, go ahead. What you got? Another movie here. Okay. I got to go with the the goddess. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Love that movie. You talk about campy schlock. How's your, how's your head? I haven't heard any complaints. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, now, is, I, is she the queen of using tape underneath her dress? Uh, possibly. I tell you what, you know, for as old as she is, she, she is still drop dead. Gold. Yeah, I couldn't care less. I'll be, <laughs> yeah. I'd be still. It's okay. It's all tape you want. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that is a, that is a fun movie. Yeah. It's great uh, film. Yeah. <laughs> I remember watching that when I was like 13, 14 or whatever. You know, yeah. you, you watch it for the obvious reasons, but the, you end oh, up enjoying the film. I just remember yeah, her it's spider got a cool story behind it. Spinning around. Yeah. <laughs> and that, uh, that Thunderbird that she was driving. Oh, Ooh, yeah. God. Yeah. Dude. With the freaking chain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the freaking spider web grill and all the skulls all over it. Oh, dude. I fell in love with that car. That's a no, that car. Was no, no there's, a, there's a movie that needs a sequel. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a new Elvira did, uh, movie. In. Elvira's Haunted Hills. Uh, <laughs> is that a what kind of movie? Is that? <laughs> it's a movie. I mean, all right. It's a movie. It Let a movie. me write it is that down. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, we gotta well, get going, guys. There's tons of movies. In the yeah, yeah, we gotta yeah, get yeah. going. Yeah, okay. we gotta keep rolling because we're running. So let's uh, uh, let's mention some of the obviouses. I guess we can do that right now since we know everyone knows these. You got Child's Play. Child's Play. Yeah. Child's Play. I mean, I like Chucky. Uh, the original Child's Play, the first one. I didn't mm-hmm. get much into the other ones. Uh, the first one to me, even when I was a kid, I'm like, I'll just kick that little bastard across the floor, <laughs> you know. But yeah. Uh, yeah. it was still it was still pretty good. Liked it. Um, then you got, of course, Halloween four. Yeah. The return of Michael Myers. I like those personally. I think they're great films. I think it's funny that we got Halloween four and Elm street four in the same year. There you go. So mention that one nightmare on street dream master. Back then they were making sure they could, they had competition every single year. I mean, yeah. I think a couple of years here, 89, I think has two also, doesn't it? Um, we get yeah. Elm street. Yep. I want to spit this out out there since I just talked about Elm Street, and that is the movie Serpent in the Rainbow. Ah, I got that right too. Yes, yes. yes. That was uh, directed by the infamous Wes Craven. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He was on a real roll at this point. I mean, he He really was. was. He was just because he's got another one in eighty eighty nine. But you know, uh, coming off of um, Nightmare on Elm Street, he kind of just kept he just kept uh, kept kept going and the ball rolling. Yeah. Yeah, because what did he do? He did The Hills Have Eyes Part Two after that, then it, which wasn't great, and then Deadly Friend, which which is just oh yeah, <laughs> but I we use that in our I, I like I like Deadly Friend. Well, yeah, that scene with the <laughs> the basketball. Yeah, Let's see what's a couple other scenes, big too. ones. You know, Fright Night Two, I guess, is somewhat of a big one. I like Fright Night Two. It's not as good as Fright Night One, but I still no. enjoyed it. Here's a movie that a lot of people. I don't really have heard. I haven't heard actually out of all the horror podcasts I listen to. I haven't really heard anybody mention this, and that is uh, the Seventh Sign. Yeah, yeah, uh, Demi Moore. Yeah, yes. that's yes. a Demi Moore movie, yes. right? Yes. And yes. Jurgen Prochnow. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jurgen, Jurgen, yeah, Jurgen. Jurgen. That's a Jaren good one. Jurgen. Yeah. That's a Jurgen thinking about Demi Moore later. Jurgen, 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 you're Prochnow. Wow. But no, I think that's a good movie. I don't hear really hear anybody ever mention that one. That's actually definitely a really good one. I like that one a lot. Um, Can I throw out a remake? Yes. Yep. The Blob. Yes. The Blob. Yes. The Blob remake. Chuck Russell. That's Dillon. a good. That's a good remake. But it is nauseating. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is. It's, a, it's some... like it's like trying to outgross the fly from a few years earlier. And yeah. Yeah. the Blob is. So nasty. I, I love, love that the film. original blob, and it's like that has a kind of cheerful, cheesy feel to it. And they manage to get a cheerful kind of feel here, but then the blob is just so heinous that it's like it's melting children. Yeah. <laughs> it's so crazy. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess another and Shawnee one. Shawnee Smith. Gotta, oh, yes. Gotta mention Shawnee Smith. Shawnee Smith. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> well, I'll mention one, and that is. Night of the Demons. Yes, absolutely. Ooh. Night of, Night the, of the Demons, Demons actually ended up being what our second episode. Our second episode. The second episode we ever did, we did a review on Night of the Demons. And this and is I imagine I, I imagine Ryan isn't gonna say much because it'll make his top ten. Yes, hundred yeah. percent it is. And uh I uh yeah, I'm not gonna say very much about it except for that I absolutely love this movie. So which is which of the two night movies is higher for you, Comet or Demons? Oof. I oh, would I would say demons, demons but the re- I know the reason why I'm an apocalyptic. I like zombie movies. I like apocalyptic movies. Night of the Comet's a great one too. I love Night of the Comet. Um, 
I would say Night of the Demons is because I watched them both fairly recently, probably in the last few months, and Night of the Demons very much still holds up. I can watch that anytime, and, and it still holds up for me. Um, Night of the Comet, I mean, it still held up for me because of the nostalgia thing, but I could see how, basically, I could see how I could introduce those two movies to someone who doesn't watch horror, and they would probably like Night of the Demons more than they would like Night of the Comet. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You could probably show that to somebody. And they go, oh, man, that's creepy as hell. That one's kind of, it's okay, but it's a little campier. Yeah. Yes, yes. But it's a great, I, I love the soundtrack. I, I just love everything about it. So. Yeah. Here's one that maybe none of you guys have seen, and maybe you have, and that is Sorority Babes and the Slimeball Bowlerama. <laughs> I've 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 seen the director, but I haven't seen that one. I actually looked for it, and I can't find it streaming anywhere. Okay, it's I've on seen this Shutter. One more than one. They've got it on Shutter. <laughs> oh, um, okay. The reason why I bring this movie up is for as campy as the title is, it's actually a decent '80s horror movie, and it stars the lovely Linnea Quigley. Oh yeah. Um, and, and know, is, she, is she dressed modestly? Uh, yeah, she always yeah. dresses for yeah. the occasion. Yeah, there's and Bill, and Bill, for you, there's a fantastic nude scene right at the beginning. Of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because I know you're in the and it's got your favorite, the little, yeah, it's 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 got the goofy little creatures too, like kind of mm-hmm. claymation y sort of little monster. I saw this movie on USA up all night back in the day in like the yeah. early 90s. Well, this is the same director as uh, isn't this the one that did um, Nah. Nah. N- uh, is oh. it? Maybe. The Food Maybe. of the Gods oh, 2. Oh, is or, it The Food of the Gods 2? Is, is that the same? That was, uh, no, I don't think so. I, no? it, or is this, a, is this a David DeCocteau movie? <laughs> the, Cocteau. The, the guy. Cocteau, <laughs> yes. Well, you, look up, you look up his, uh, his IMDb page, he now mostly directs, I think, like um, homoerotic uh, supernatural films involving Bigfoot. So you thought you were the only person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your, 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 your niche has been filled. Yeah. Uh, so, since Nathan brought it up, I'm going to bring this one up. This is a movie for Ryan. It's called Curse of the Queer Wolf. Yes. <laughs> I started. That was from 88? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Curse of the Queer now, Wolf. Now, you're talking about digging deep, Gerald. I'm impressed. <laughs> I, he likes it. Yeah. He likes like it. it deep. He likes digging it deep. <laughs> There's now, so I'm gonna bring great movies on this. I was going to say, right? I'm going to bring up a couple that I have deep. Go ahead. Um, one I just watched the other night, Cellar Dweller. Cellar Dweller. I've got that on my That's list. Fun. Yeah, Cellar Dweller with... Who, who's uh, the it, big draw for that movie? Yvonne DiCarlo. Yvonne DiCarlo. Uh, Yvonne and, uh, Jeffrey Combs. Jeffrey yep. Combs. Yeah, he's only in the beginning. But right. The other one is Vince Edwards, who played Dr. Ben Casey back in oh. the day. Oh, you're right, it, and uh, it, it's a it's a, about uh, a cartoonist Jeffrey Combs who unleashes something when he draws the cartoon, and you know it leads to his demise, and then years later another one comes to the same place and reinvigorates the cartooning and gets the monster coming back, which is an interesting one. Man, so and, 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 and I had I had I, I watched it because I I didn't think I'd seen it, but I actually had. But it had been so long, it's almost like you're rediscovering the film. That's so fun. That's some of the best stuff that happens. You forget you watched a movie, and then you're yeah. like, oh, man. And you're like, you remember a couple of key scenes, but at that point, you're 20 minutes in, so you're going to watch the whole right. thing. Oh, yeah. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. Well, I just one, said you had another one. I, was, I have a couple more. There's one. There was a Jap- 
Japanese film called Evil Dead Trap. Yes, that movie's crazy. And, and I it's about not seen that. It came up on my list. It's, it's a good it. one because it's about a, a TV show that, you know, one of these um, publicity shows that's always looking for something hot, hot topics. Don't spoil the ending, Bill. No, 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 no. And she asks for viewer submissions, you know, ideas, what's going on in the neighborhood, what's weird and wacky. And somebody sends them a tape where they think they've seen a snuff film. Mm. So gotcha. they go investigate it. And I'll just, I'll leave it there. Yeah, I'm but if you, as long as you don't mind subtitles, it's got some really freaky animation, not animation, but um, effects work. Sweet. And it's a good and It's one. almost like a Japanese giallo, really. When you say building, yeah. it has those, those yeah. overtones. And there's it. lots of red herrings and you know, yeah. there's lots in there. It's a legitimate mystery kind of involved in it. And one more that I covered with Land of the Creeps for our Canadian horror episode that you guys may or may not have seen is Pin. Yeah, Pin. Yeah, yeah. Pin. You have you guys seen Pin? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's the one about the uh, doll with the doctor. Right. It, and it's a uh, it's a strange one. Let's just put it out there. It's an <laughs> odd one. But if you if you We're don't mind if, if you don't mind kind of just going with it, you can do a lot worse than watch Pin. I say, well, it can't be, it can't be stranger than uh, Return to the Killer Tomatoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the that movie. Oh, yeah, that John was, Aston. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was on my list. Sorry. Yeah, well, and I've, I've got some, uh, some. I think they're deep cuts as well, so I can go through a couple. Go ahead. If you want. Uh, do you guys remember the movie Scarecrows? Yes. Uh, it's actually a pretty good movie. I hadn't seen it for years. I finally got around to seeing it. The, it it's a, uh, there's a group of, uh, and it's been a while since I've seen it, like criminals or thieves, and they end up kind of holed up in this farmhouse, and there are scarecrows in the field, and then they sort of start getting picked off one by one, but it almost develops into a kind of survival horror kind of uh, vibe to it. It's yeah. really a lot of fun. I don't know why I love scarecrow movies so much, yeah. but I do. I do I like, too. They're just creepy. They're, well, yeah. There's something to be said for being 18, having too much to drink, going out in the field and not coming back. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, I like, I love scarecrow movies. Have you seen this one, Bill? Have you seen this one, Ryan? I have. Yes. It's been quite a yeah. while. Yeah. It's a, it's a fun movie. Yeah. What um, I, what I tend to do is I, I'll get on, um, this cinema app I have and I will, uh, it's cool. Cause I can pick a timeline. So I click horror. And then I could go and I could pick a timeline. I could pick 88, 89, whatever year yeah, I want. Yeah. And it'll pop up all the movies. And that's what t- me and my wife tend to get, tend to do. We'll sit down once the kids go to sleep usually. And like, all right, pick a year, pick a genre, and then we'll pick something yeah. from that. That's so well, Scarecrow's well, came up not too long Nathan ago. Nathan mentioning Scarecrow made me think of 1988's Hacko Lantern. Oh, yeah. I, didn't, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I saw Hacko Lantern. <laughs> but um, you know. I seem to think... Yeah, we, we covered that for Land of the Creeps for the last uh, Halloween episode. And, uh, nice. Oh, boy. Oh Go ahead, boy. Nathan. You say got a couple more? Yeah. That, you guys see one? Um, I thought it was an Australian film. It says U.S. here, but The Nest. Um, the Nest. I, it's Great a, film. You, you remember this? It's a yeah. giant cockroach movie with a kind of twist because in this movie, the cockroaches have started mutating because of, I guess, like – radioactive sludge or something i don't remember but when they the things that they bite or start to eat they kind of like uh turn into hybrids so you have like a cockroach cat at one point yeah. and cockroach human 
hybrids. It's a lot of fun and some really cool stunt motion effects work uh, in this movie. But um, yeah, I think this is a it's a really fun movie. And they are, it's not your average bug movie where you watch a bunch of, you know, rubber cockroaches sort of crawl across the ground. It's got some pretty, pretty nifty special effects in it. Uh, this year also had, I mean, we remember that George Romero released a movie this year, Monkey Shines. Yeah, that's I on my like, list. Yeah, I like Monkey Shines a lot. It's, um, it's, it's a weird vibe to it. And there's some extraordinarily strange scenes in this movie. Some of them having nothing to do at all with the monkey, but, uh, I like it. it. It just the vibe that it gives off. It, it's and that a, it's was a what cool that was vibe. Andrew Stevens. The, no, the, that who, who was who in was Monkey the, Shines. Um, it was. Uh, hmm, I'm not recognizing it. Jason. Jason, Jason Begg. Yeah, was was it? And uh, Joyce Van Patten, Katie McNeil. Not, not, the not monkey. Too many names. Yes, the monkey. The monkey, <laughs> the monkey was in it. Was in the, his name was. Yeah, it's Boo. funny. We were talking to the Fly yesterday, and we had to bring up the fact that Typhoon from Shockma was in was in the Fly. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. And I talked about how Cronenberg said he was a, he was like really kind of afraid of that baboon, and then nobody could get around it except for Jeff Goldblum, and it would just it would sort of just melt and become tranquil and calm around Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> well, if, if he's mentioning uh, they nest, I'm going to mention slugs. Slugs, oh, slugs! Yeah, yeah. slugs yeah. is nineteen. I haven't seen that probably since nineteen eighty-eight or eighty-nine, too. somewhere around in there. <laughs> yeah. you, you get whole movies out of stuff like this, the slugs. Well, how about this one? And I didn't see it until last year when uh, Land of the Creeps did their werewolf episode. This rock and roll werewolf movie called Lone Wolf. Have you seen this? No. There are some astounding mullets in this movie. I'm right. Oh, I'm writing that down. I'm all in. Feathered hair. This is a fun cheese ball movie. I remember recommend, re- recommending it to Greg Morgan. He was like, Where did you find this? <laughs> Lone Wolf. I think it's streaming. And if not, I believe it's on YouTube. But yeah, it's rock and roll werewolf. And right. uh, it's. Uh, Expect low budget, but you, uh, I think you'll have fun. I'm gonna, nice. I'm gonna mention two of my favorites here, real quick, because I want to get them out of the way since we've got a lot to talk about. Still, one of them is Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yeah, oh, yes. so good. Put them up, put them up, <laughs> dude. Uh, we went to, uh, I went to um, Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights uh, last, no, the year before last year, and. Uh, Man, they had the Killer Clowns from Outer Space there. It was awesome, dude. Awesome. But, yeah, I love that movie. Great film. Cheesy as hell. Super yeah. fun. Yeah. So, so creative. Movie, so creative. There's so much imagination in that movie, though. Oh, yeah. Well, I, the, the, the reason Ryan likes it, it's that they're big dangling pink scrotum, basically. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with people, with people yeah. inside. <laughs> yeah. And then the other one I'm going to mention is Return of the Living Dead 2. Yeah, so many sequels this, this You didn't year. even mention the one movie that I thought you would be all over. Which one? The big one. Yes! Roddy Roddy Piper and They Live. Oh, They Live. To me, that movie's more of a documentary, but this is a different podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but is that a horror movie, mm-hmm. or is that a take on consumerism and the political... Yeah, level no, it's, of things, it's, it's and both. it's a horror movie. It's, and yeah, it's, it's a horror movie. Well, that's my whole point. I, I, yeah, I could be, I could yeah. talk forever on this whole movie. It's, you, you're okay. This one, really ugly. <laughs> I mean, I'm out of hide face, <laughs> dude. I, I just that movie. What, so what a fight scene! 
What yes. a great yeah. scene yep. that just happens yeah. in the middle of the movie yeah. and apparently just happened in real life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no kidding. Yeah, but yeah, man, that movie, um, t- like I said, I love that movie. JT knows that. That's why he's yeah. surprised to say it. I didn't really want to talk about that that much. The re- reason why is because what we're talking now. It gets into a uh, place I don't really want to go. Yeah, it's like a documentary to me, yeah. so we'll, yeah. we'll leave it at that, but so. love that film. So Absolutely and I think it. that we ought to leave 1988. I think people on every side of the aisle probably feel that way. <laughs> yeah. And I um, think we ought to uh, leave 1988 with an honorable mention of Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice, yeah. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Was Beetlejuice 88 or 87? It was 88. All right, well, oh, huh. hold on. Before we leave, Poltergeist 3, we'll mention these real quick. Poltergeist 3, Ooh. Critters 2, Yep. Hellraiser 2. Hellbound Hellraiser too. Yes, right. Uh, yeah. Waxworks. I like Waxworks wax a lot. Wax Brain damage. Brain Come damage. on. Brain damage. With a little leech guy, right? On his yeah. back. Yes. Yep. And I don't want to forget one that I like. Um, it's a little, probably, I don't know if any of you guys ever even watched this one. And it's called The Watchers. I've oh, Corey Haim. Yeah, with Corey yeah. Haim. Corey Haim. And, and Michael, Haim Ironside. And Michael Ironside. Yeah. Yep. I like I'm going to mention, I, I wanted to mention, one I saw not that long ago, The Unholy. With, yes. With yes. Ned, Ned Beatty, God rest his soul. Yeah. And yeah. how can you forget the lovely and gorgeous Tracy Lords in Not of This Earth? Yeah. <laughs> not of This Earth is a fun movie. Two more, guys. Two more. Go yeah, ahead. We'll shoot them in there. So, okay. One of them is Uninvited. And this is the movie I was talking you about. You said you Uninvited. Yeah, yeah. Have you guys seen this? Yes. I have the, the it there's a there's a cat and it's being experimented on in a lab or something and it gets loose and it gets on this cruise ship and then the, I don't know what kind of experience they've done but it's caused this cat to have this ability that'll open its mouth up and a second demon cat will fall out of its mouth <laughs> and run run around the ship like a little ghoulie killing people at one point it gets into a fight with um, George Kennedy who's drunk as a skunk and is throwing empty beer bottles at it. And it's smashing around it as it's it's uh, trying to terrorize him. But when it's done, it goes back and it jumps back into the bigger cat, and no one can find it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's hilarious. It's like a Russian nesting cat. I ain't seen that one yet. I'm gonna check that. So one. that oh, sounds oh. like a, a VOD roulette film. <laughs> yeah, the la- the last movie that I want to mention is, and it's I guess it's debatable if it's a horror movie, but man, is it weird? Vampires Kiss with. Nicholas Cage. Have you guys yes. seen this movie? Yes. Yeah. No. Yes. 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 I was talking to somebody one day and they were like, Nicholas Cage, he just got weirder as he went along. I was like, no, no, no. He didn't get weirder as he went along. It just there was a period of time where he made some semi-mainstream movies. If you look at Vampire's Kiss, he's as weird in that movie as anything <laughs> he does recently. Yeah, you know, yeah. all the screaming and the stuff that he does in, in, in movies like Mandy and stuff like that. He was he's always been that way. And yeah. he does some of his weirdest stuff. There's a point where he's running down the street with plastic vampire teeth in screaming, I'm a vampire, I'm a vampire. And he, yeah. you know, and then he tries to stab What's himself wrong with that? in the heart with, like a, <laughs> with a I'm not any wrong with it. You just don't see it often. And he's trying to like, he breaks a piece of an old pallet board off and he's trying to jab it into his chest in the middle of the street. It's Man. a weird, weird I think I just movie. seen it at Walmart earlier. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like people of Walmart. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Look but yeah, that was 88 guys. Ton of movies. I, yeah. I, it just kept going and so going. Much. Um, so much. Definitely a few of my top 10 are coming out of that one. I know at least two of them for sure. 
But uh, we're going to move on to 89. So uh, I'll let you kick this one off since you haven't got a chance to talk so much in this one. <laughs> So, 1989, when I started going through these films, it, there were a, a couple films that were kind of interesting to me because they, it was almost the same film. Oh, no, we've lost Nathan. We lost Nathan. Why? Oh, my gosh. <sighs> He's muted, too. He said, I'm screw you guys. Call. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one by one, they're, they're falling off. I'll be back. Right. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. So, uh, Nathan's got to go potty. <laughs> um, and uh so we can we can continue yeah, yeah without definitely, him definitely so one of, <laughs> one of the weird things that i that i ran into were there were some movies that i'm going to do these do a couple movies in twos because you kind of have to um the first one was another west craven film and that was shocker with yes. mitch shocker Pelosi. uh yeah great who, who was film. the guy, who, who was the guy that played him Mitch Pileggi, he was, was from, Mitch, okay. uh, from the X-Files. He was Skinner on the X-Files. Okay. Uh, so uh, you got Shocker, but then that same year, you also had another Lance Henriksen movie with uh, Hell State, was, right? uh, The Horror Show. In those show. movies... A.K.A. House 3. If you look at those two films, they're almost the exact same film, you know? A uh, killer has been executed, and they come back to life to seek revenge. Hmm. Yeah, I haven't seen the horror show. The, yeah, the horror the, show is really good. Yeah, uh, both of those movies are great. Who is in that one? That's Brian. Um, Brian Jansen. Uh, what, I can't think of his name. Who? Yeah, uh, yeah. Brian James plays the James, bad guy. James. Yeah. James. In yeah, and uh, Lance Henriksen. Yeah. And uh, from from Blade Runner. Yep. Yep. And and it was and it, that's the that's the missing house three. You know, everyone talks about how they give some house one, house two, and then there's house four. This was actually house three. Mm-hmm. I don't. It has no connection to those movies. And hey, it's just like Halloween. States is, yeah. yeah, as horror as the horror show. But I think it's a it is a good movie. Um, mm-hmm. It's not at, at, and then they're different movies. Uh, I like both Shocker they are different, and Mitch Pileggi is is a lot of fun in Shocker. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And then the other two that I thought kind of went together, and that was uh, uh, Deep Star Six, which was uh, a Sean S. Cunningham movie who did Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. And the other film was Leviathan with Peter Weller. Leviathan. Almost Whoa. the same premise, you know. What year was The Abyss? Oh, same year. God. Was that the, the, same the year? Abyss was the same year. Wasn't it in 89? I thought it was 89 or was it 90? Did come out in 89? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. And then uh, so did Lords of the Deep. Lords and of the Deep, which I watched this morning. It, it was the year of the seafood movies. And uh, then what did you also have? There was one more. Yeah, The Abyss but, came out in 89 too. You're right. Yeah, Lords of the Deep is the Corman like knockoff The Corman version, cheap version, yeah. Where it yeah. looks like, uh, like uh, hand puppets are, you know, the alien <laughs> creatures in that Everybody one. Everybody was It's a really good look like they... Yeah, right. there's another the, one too called uh it, it had two titles. One was called The Rift and the other was called Endless Descent. And it it says 1990, but I think it was actually finished in like 1989. Uh and it was released a little bit later. But yeah, they own a, a big streak of those movies. I think obviously I think The Abyss is probably the best one overall. Oh yeah, by but far. in the horror oh, realm, I like Leviathan quite a bit. 
Yeah. And I like Deep Star Six, to be honest. But Deep Star Six was the cheapest of the three, was it not? It was. Of it the was. three? Of the yeah, three, yeah. yeah. Lords of the Deep is a different level of cheap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Level you're right, cheapness. yes. These three did get theatrical releases, and obviously like the Abyss had Tuesday a lot of money sunk into it. Cheap. Yeah. <laughs> Those are not cheap. The one on Tuesday is Tuesday. <laughs> they have a Tuesday special. Uh, <laughs> So go, it, you know, and when you're old like me, you get the blue light special, <laughs> the blue pill special. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, the blue hair no special. Could, yeah. There's no way I'd ever be able to take a blue pill. I, 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 have I, would, I would literally stroke out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, uh, so the van, there's a vampire movie in anyway. 1989. That I can, there's a couple of vampire movies in 1989 that I actually like that I don't hear a lot of people mention. One of them is To Die For. Did, did anyone remember To Die For? To Die For. It's that. To Die For. It's a uh, it's a lower budget one. It almost it almost has that like Skinamax vibe to it a little bit. You know, gotcha. it's it, they're definitely going for the um, uh, the the elegant but kind of seductive vampires. It's really a remake of Dracula, more or less. You, gotcha. And it's got some vibes of near dark and things like that. And uh, you actually, Vlad Tepish is the character, but now he's in Los Angeles and he's chilling and he's hanging out. And there's a lot of elements that later would trickle down to Buffy the Vampire Slayer and stuff like that. It's a fun 80s <laughs> uh, <laughs> vampire movie. I have so. not seen that. I'm going to check it out. Because <laughs> I love, uh, vam- I'm a vampire head too. So. That's a horror romance. Yeah, it had a sequel too. There's To, to Die For and to, Vi- to Die For too. So yeah. anyway. <laughs> I'm going to watch that one because I, I love and vampire movies. One I... One I really like that I actually just saw this year I never seen before. Of it's a vampire horror western comedy, and it's called Sundown: The Vampire and Retreat, and it has David Carradine and Bruce Campbell in it, Ooh. and uh, and and, and uh, Harry Dean Stanton, a whole bunch of uh, actor. M. Emmett Walsh is in it, and uh, Dana Ashbrook. It's got a lot of different people in it. Damn, it's a lot of fun and. Yes, it's a strange. Yeah, I'm sorry. It wasn't Harry Dean Sand. It was his other, the other guy. Um, uh, again, I just said his name. Um, M. Emmett Walsh from Blood Simple, and he, uh, it's just a fun cast, and it's a fun movie, and it deals with this town uh, where they've they've kind of designed this. Uh, it, there's a lot of elements that would show up later in things like True Blood and stuff like that, but they've got this artificial blood making like a factory in the middle of this town and uh, David Carradine and all this becomes like a high noon scenario where Carradine is the vampire who's trying to sort of rehabilitate the vampires and sort of bring them into a place where they can live in safety out in the middle of the out of, uh, middle of the West. It's a modern setting. Modern is in it's 89, but um, a lot of fun and, and, and humorous, but you know, overall just a good time fun. And I think I, it, I can't quite remember I, uh, that, but I think you could, oh, this is another one that you could kind of watch with a younger audience for the most part, and it's not over the top. I don't gotcha. remember a lot of uh, the too questionable material in it. So nice. When you said M.M. at Walsh, I always think of back to school. Yeah. Back to school. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. You, you uh, yeah, back to, could be back to school. So I got, a, I got one I'm going to mention here. And, and um, it's funny because I actually bought this one in like a four pack from um, Walmart. 
with Serpent and the Rainbow, and that is um, Clown House. Clown House, yes. Clown House. Yes. You know, and I um, I waited a long time, uh, or it took a long time for me to find that movie, and I just happened to find it with that one, and there's a couple other ones, but I like Clown House. I love clown movies, of course, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, you know, stuff like that. Uh, clown House is pretty creepy. When I was a kid, it was very creepy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, looking back on it, it's a little silly, but it's a fun watch. Yes, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, um, yeah. and then another. This one is the Victor to... Salva movie, right? Isn't this the one where he molested the kid on the set? Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, maybe, maybe. Yeah, this is the movie where he was. Uh, yeah, it, with one of the young cast members. No way! Oh, there it is, right there. See, look. Okay, we're not watching this movie. Damn it! <laughs> yeah, that's why. Yeah. I will not watch. He, it he later went on to do uh, Jeepers Creepers and all those movies. And son uh, of a. Thanks, Nathan. Sorry, I'm. The, yeah. <laughs> I don't like it either, but uh, I yeah. It, I, I, uh, <laughs> Ryan, Ryan, it's time for <laughs> another. That was the last time. It, it's time for you to buy another round for the, for the guns. That's right. Now, now I'm about to buy a whole another freaking case of yeah. ammo. Damn it. Now so see, did, wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Did he do all the Jeepers Creepers or just like number three? Did I heard something no, about? No, he did all of them. He did all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we're done. Well, that we're done. <laughs> <laughs> no, go. Let's go ahead. What do you guys got? Let's pop some more. Okay, off. I've got a, I've got about I got six, but four of them are complete schlock. So I'll wait till the end. <laughs> but but the two that have artistic merit that you might have heard of. The first one I have is Society. Yes. Society. <laughs> and Society is a Yeah, I remember weird... the cover of that film was... Yeah. It's got a really cool... Yeah, see, look at Yeah, that. Billy Warlock. Our good buddy oh, Billy man. Warlock is in that. And our it starts out as, you know, people from different ends of the social circle, and they get together, and guys trying to get girls, guys trying to get laid, he's trying to get in her pants, whatever, whatever. And she, they go to a party. And I'm going to leave it at that if you haven't seen it. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Soil Green. The last 25 minutes, you'll be like, I need to wash my face out. You know, like, yeah, you'll like that. Sweet. The other one is one of the wildest directors. If you've never seen Jadorowski. Jadorowski. Jadorowski with El Santa Topo. Sangre. Santa Sangre. Oh, I've seen Pretty that on, my li- on the list. Santa Sangre about... Circus performers and a mother who lost her arms and a weird religion and all the ramifications that Alejandro Jodorowsky can bring to a film. Sweet. And it's, if you've never seen Jodorowsky, this is his most linear film, if you can believe that. Look <laughs> him up. Watch crazy. Watch um, you, a mountain of the. Uh, you watch movie? a Jodorowsky movie, the Holy Mountain. The Holy you mountain. watch a Jodorowsky movie, not necessarily to have to see a cohesive story. You watch a Jodorowsky movie to sort of just kind of bask in the vision. This is, he puts images on the screen you'll never ever forget, and some of them are only tangentially tied to themselves. This movie is a horror film, and it does get to even be kind of a slasher film at one point, but some of the weirdest imagery, there's a scene where one of the circus elephants dies, and the, the they, they put it on, the, they basically have like a giant funeral for it, and they take it, and it's a big coffin kind of deal they take it and they dump it down into the city and you see all of the inhabitants of the village run out and just start carving it up to get the meat it's <laughs> oh. crazy 
Sweet. This movie uh, made the list of the 500 greatest movies of all time. Yeah. If you've never seen it's, a Jodorowsky yeah, never, movie. I've never seen those. You, you, th- this is one where this isn't one to put on the background while you're cutting onions for dinner. Like th- you got to sit and watch. Pay attention. Film. Right. Gotcha. You got to pay attention. But it's. Bill's it's, bringing it, the art house right now. Yeah, I'm bringing the art house. Yeah. <laughs> I'm nice. the upper crust now. Now that will get to my sleeves ones after. Yeah, redneck zombies. <laughs> <laughs> That's an actual movie. <laughs> uh, I know, I know. <laughs> um, is it, there is, is, I was going to say, is that like Trailer Park? Oh, Trailer Park of Terror? That's Park a great yes. movie. Yeah. It's a good one. Trace Atkins is in it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. All right. So I'm just going to go ahead and mention some of the top ones so we can, yeah, everyone knows them. So we can get them out of the way. Nightmare on Elm Street 5, Dream Child. Yep. I love all the nightmares on Elm Streets. Um, then you got Halloween 5. Like you said, they got to compete. Halloween 5, Revenge of Michael Myers, which I, I like those as well. Of course, Friday the 13th. Jason takes Manhattan. Jason takes Manhattan. That's a, good, that's a decent That's got one. a cool kill scene when he kills the chick with the guitar. Oh, dude! Yeah, yeah, she's down there playing. That's but yeah. that's the now, movie. Uh, D- Dave Becker, our good friend Dave Becker, was saying when they originally sat out, uh, started out to make this film, the budget was whatever it was, and then they restricted the budget. So <laughs> yes. a lot of the, a lot of the cheesiness was due to they had to compromise and get it done within the restrictions that they were given. Yeah. Uh, so this one I want to mention, and we're probably going to talk about it. Pet Cemetery. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. Pet Cemetery, uh, really, really good film, and this is one of the horror films that, uh, man, that scene with Gage. I still yeah. to this day Hard will to not. Watch. I won't even let my kids walk near the road. I see. I just the other day, um, I work for a delivery company, and I was driving down this road, uh, and it's like a highway, kind of like that was, you know, a highway but runs through a, yeah. a, a county, you know, and um, I'm driving, and this girl who's probably 12 is walking with these two little three-year-olds right next to the road highway road oh, i'm like what are yeah. you doing man like i creep by i'm doing five but pet cemetery great film yeah. everyone i mean absolutely i don't absolutely. know you guys can say if you want to say something about it but i mean it's it, you have to really step around some things because you don't want to give it away you know like, yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of things you just watch the damn film you know yes yeah. i yeah, i definitely. think this is still the stronger of the two pet cemetery films See, uh, and I easily. really enjoyed the remake. I didn't mind it. I, I, I didn't dislike people. the remake. I just, yeah. just think this movie's still a stronger movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, Fred Gwynn. And a lot of that's Fred Gwynn. Yeah. Yeah, yes. definitely. Yep. The cats, uh, too. I think the, the the cat's pretty mangy looking in the new one, but uh, this cat yeah. is just creepy. Church. Oh, yeah. Church. 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 So I'll mention another one. Um, those are pretty much, you know, I mean, I guess you got Puppet Master as well. Yes. I yeah, mean, that was on the top was, of my yeah. list. That was the beginning was really? of the Puppet Master series. Yeah. I, and how, I just bought those. How many of those are there? 12. Oh, 12. 12. Yeah. I just bought the whole. I saw uh, the, I saw the last one about the Nazis. I saw the Nazi one. Yeah. yeah. There were I a lot of sequels them. this year, too. Because you had, yes. well, in the horror comedy range, you had Ghostbusters 2, which I love Ghostbusters 2. I don't care. I know it's not as good as the first one, but I still like it. <laughs> it's still um, a great movie. The. Yeah, Stepfather 2, which oh, I, yes. I like Stepfather 2 also. Yes. Um, Food of the Gods 2, Food of the which Gods we've already too, yeah. talked about before. Yeah. But The Fly 2, we did, you know, this yeah. movie's not great, but it's a little bit better than, I mean, when you watch it separated from itself from Fly 1, because it's not a whiff on that one, it's not a bad kind of cheesy monster movie. 
It's it's all right. Yeah. No. Well, you got no. Toxic Avenger two and three. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were they were really busy. They were really busy that uh, well, <laughs> that year. The, the, uh, the, 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 I was going to say the deal. problem is the uh, owner there. What's his name? Um, Lloyd Kaufman. Uh, Lloyd Kaufman. Yeah. yeah. He'd already rented the equipment, like, so let's he did get both out. at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, buddy. Sure. Don't yeah, forget sure Chud. Chud too, Bud yeah. the Chud. Yeah. <laughs> that movie's pretty awful. It has well, almost nothing oh. to do with the. Uh, yeah. Sleepaway Camp Three, which Part Two came out yeah. in '88, but we didn't really mention that one. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, but it was it's funny. like the Howling Five came out this year. We didn't. Yep. Which Howling Four was the year before. Yes, it Howling was. Howling Five yep. is actually kind of decent. It's almost like a Agatha Christie murder mystery. It it like it's like Clue with a werewolf. It's not terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what. I actually watched a movie. We we talked about it on one of our, or maybe we just talked about it in passing, um, but a movie called Cutting Class. Yes. And it's a guy, yeah, Brad, Brad Pitt. Yep, Brad Pitt. Um, I actually just watched this movie literally a fucking week ago. I haven't seen it in forever. I just watched it a week ago. It, it's uh, when he you was know, talking about it, I was like, oh, man, I need to check that out. Um, it's 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 decent. It's um definitely Brad Pitt. I don't know how old he was in this movie, but he was young. He was pretty young. Shit yeah. in this movie. Uh, Roddy McDowell. Yes. Martin Mull. You know. Yes. It's, Martin it's Mull. Fun. There's a name I haven't heard of in a while. It's a fun. You'd like it, Bill. I think it's not great, but it's fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those. Uh, yeah, it's definitely an '80s movie for sure. Yeah, they <laughs> classify it as a black comedy slash. Yeah, film. yeah. It's. It's all right. It's, yeah, it almost has a student bodies kind of vibe. Yes. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, there you go. We brought up student bodies in an yeah, earlier yeah. episode. Student bodies yeah. is probably better. Well, student, student yeah, bodies yeah. is the one where every time there's a kill count. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A, so yeah. this this year in 89, a movie came out, and it's not – when I don't. it was only 72 minutes long, but one of the most kind of disturbing – and and weird brain burning movies I've ever seen. It's called Begotten. Oh, Begotten. Uh, oh, yeah. Have you guys yeah. seen this? Yes, oh, I have not. About, yeah, it's a it's kind of um like an experimental horror movie. I'm not sure if it was a student film or not, but this is uh, Elias Mirhej who did Shadow of the Vampire in 2000. Okay, I've seen that. With yeah, and this is to even try to explain what this is is. It's just so strange. It's it takes place. It's all in black and white, but it's very strange, desaturated and overexposed in some cases. Black and white. And and it, it, it's essentially this, a silent film. It's a yeah. It's kind of a silent film, and it's, it deals in this kind of mythological world where it looks apocalyptic. But you get this figure who is. Uh, the credits basically say, oh, this is God killing himself. And you see this guy disembowel himself, this figure. And then this woman comes out of his mutilated like corpse. And then <laughs> she she uh, arouses the corpse and impregnates herself with God's dead corpse. And then she's pregnant. She you know, There's now her kind of weird mutant child with her. And they go on this journey across this battered landscape and all these horrible crazy things happen and it's and but there's nothing to ground you or tell you there's nothing that comes on there's no joke there's no moment when anything that feels like a human sentiment <laughs> enters the movie and there's no one to patch you in the back oh it's just a film it's it's very disconcerting <laughs> oddly enough i think i seen that at walmart earlier too <laughs> 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 and in aisle five, God disemboweling himself. Well, uh, I'll tell you one that um, 
I seen this movie for the first time and I watched it probably six months ago or so. Um, and it's called My Mom's a Werewolf. Yes. Got a <laughs> I like Saxon. that movie. John Saxon. John Saxon, yeah. Yeah, that's a, it, it was a pretty one. good. It was a fun one. That was a fun one to watch. I was like, oh, okay, this one's actually watchable. So I, when I first seen the little... Yeah, the whole... It look, yeah, you look almost too campy. Like the, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it's a good one. The poster's yeah. sort of like a graduate knockoff, I think, right? Like Yeah, it's, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think you're Furry right. werewolf mom leg or something like that. Uh, <laughs> Prom Night 3, not much to say there. That came out yeah. this year. Yeah. Um, Oh, Parents. Parents is a fun oh, movie. Oh, yes. Dark yes. comedy. Brandy Quaid. Bob Balaban directed it, yeah. Have you seen that one? Yes. 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 Absolutely. Yeah, that's a that's a fun movie. It, 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 mileage depends based on uh, whether or not it's a real, um, you know, horror film. But it's got some, it's definitely a, a black comedy. Warlock. I love Warlock. Yeah, well, I was gonna say, hands. let's not uh, let's not forget Warlock. I was gonna yeah, a great film. Warlock is so 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 much fun, and it's kind of a horror comedy, really. I really yeah. enjoy yeah. the scene when uh, uh, Richard E. Grant. And I love that they got these Brit, these like kind of uh, high class British actors to do this crazy scene where they're standing in this Mennonite field, and he's harpoons him like he's Moby Dick. And- like Julian Tance is dragging him through like the potato patch while he's holding on to him with his weather vane. And then later Grant gets on the plane with the weather vane and the, the flight attendant says, we're going to have to take that. And he's like, the wench stole the weather vane. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Got any other ones? Uh, oh yeah. Mention? I got all kinds of stuff here. Uh, one that I want to bring up that I have not seen him forever. And I forgot that this movie even existed. There's a movie called Hider in the House. Um, With Jerry Busey. Jerry Busey. <laughs> oh, man. What Jerry was Busey. cool about this film Mimi Rogers. Was, uh, they, when, when they did the, like, cut scenes back to his childhood, they used his, his real son, Jake Busey, for the cut scenes. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, because, I mean, I could see, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, definitely. And Jerry Busey got the plot of that, ha- that story is crazy. Yeah, that is a crazy. I mean, well, the, the beauty the beauty of it is Gary Busey would have got paid twice because he gets the kids' money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, in right. that one, Gary Busey is literally he, he's like, I like this house, and he walls himself up inside of it before the family moves in. Yeah. So you get a house that already has Gary Busey living inside of it behind a wall. Yeah. Yeah. That's creepy. That's horror. <laughs> That's horror right there. I love Gary. You can find that in real life now, but it's Randy Quaid behind the wall instead of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're sitting in your living room and you hear Buddy yeah. Holly break out behind the wall. Right. <laughs> and then here's a cool one that I, you know, a lot of people probably haven't seen. Probably all of us have seen is the movie Edge of Sanity. Edge of Sanity with Anthony yeah. Perkins. Yeah. Uh, That's a good kind movie. of a take on a Jekyll and Hyde story. Yeah, um, that's a good one. Very cool. So I really now, like Perkins' like latter day, like when he got to play um, Norman Bates again, and, and movies like Edge of Sanity, and he did a Stuart Gordon movie, Daughter of Darkness. I, I liked that latter day Perkins kind of re- rebirth, if you will. Because I mean, he had come out by then; he was comfortable yeah, in his yeah, own oh, skin, yeah. and yeah, and uh, you know, and he did uh, Watcher in the Woods. Was that? Was that what I'm thinking of? Did he Watcher? do the remake? No, yes. demon in the window or something like that. Is yeah, that the, something like that? Was he? Uh, what? Well, no, he something the, in the window. Sounds like we're describing. Was <laughs> oh, what was that movie? I, I'm 
I thought it was a uh, watcher in the woods. Uh, it sounds like been. it's been years since I've seen much. Sounds woods. like something JT would be doing. Watching in no, the window. No, it's from the bushes. Watching from the bushes. <laughs> Watching the, did I hear you say you're watching the bush? Is that what I... I'm, I'm, washing. Oh, I'm sorry. It was in the deep woods is what I was thinking oh, of. in the deep woods. Okay. And it was okay, a so I, movie I love that he did. Yeah. I've, I've got a, a couple here. Uh, the one nobody mentioned, it's not really a horror, but Little Monsters. Oh, yeah, yeah Little Monsters. I forgot Fred about that. Fred Savage. And <laughs> the yes. one Fred Savage. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, on Land of the Creeps, not that Howie long Mando. ago, we, we, we did one with alligators and crocodiles. And Killer Crocodile yeah. came out Crocodile. in 1989, the Italian. Mm. And they made, a, they, they made a part two. And uh, it didn't get any better. In <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you got to love um, uh, and one that I saw not that long ago for our Christmas episode, and it's infamous, and it's on YouTube. <laughs> Elves. 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 Elves with Dan Haggerty. Yeah. Man, that's a piece of garbage, but it's so oh, much fun to watch. It's a, it's a piece <laughs> of hot garbage. <laughs> um, I recently saw one called Paganini Horror. That's a good movie. And, and it's an Italian one where with this female rock band that goes and shoots a music video in this house and uh, things happen. I'm sold. Uh, <laughs> sold. <laughs> but what, the, what I like about this film, well, I, it's infamous for it, is they had Donald Pleasance but they ah, dubbed they cool. dubbed his voice. That's and that's oh so weird God. to think it that they dubbed like, his voice. Dave like, Becker and I reviewed a movie where they dubbed over Peter O'Toole. You're like, why would you do that for these guys? Yeah, you these know. guys are classic ass. Yeah, I mean, he shot yeah. him six times. I shot him six times. <laughs> <laughs> and it, I mean, it's not as if he was at the beginning of his career. By 1989, he was, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he'd play. He had played Doctor Loomis five times. You know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um. And the other one is that the one that's gotten a lot of talk in the last three months because of Joe Bob that I've known forever because it's Canadian is Things. Things. Yeah. Things. I just watched that last week, and that movie. Yeah. Was. It'd be so weird. Oh, it's, oh, it's <laughs> awful. It's an absolute awful. <laughs> awful. Hot, like it's it's god awful. Shot in yeah. uh, uh, like high video, and it's. Edited crappy in the, yeah. In the yeah. first three minutes, a girl's taking her cro- her top off, and you're like, "What's this got to do with you know?" Like it, yeah, that does it. Yeah. That's the what the whole point of the movie. Yeah, <laughs> no, you, you, ought, you ought to watch that movie. It's it's bad. It's, it's mess. So bad. Yeah, yeah. Anybody that, got any well, other ones that they? Oh yeah, I've got a I've got some yeah things to schlock through if we're if we're up for it. Go for it. Uh, so um, Tim Bartokic, who did The Gate in um, 87, I think, a movie I love, he did a really cool movie called I, Madman. It's also known yes, as hardcover. Yes, yes. You guys seen this movie? Yes. It has almost a Nightmare yes. on Elm Street-esque vibe to it. Yeah. You can't tell where reality and dreams sort of mesh together, uh-huh. and it's kind of pulp horror stories. That's the one about the writer. Yeah, yes, and, yeah. and it's a lot of fun, It's and it's got some cool stop motion uh only movie i know that has a jackal boy in it but um yeah what else do we have here there's a really kind of nutty movie with uh jane tong in it called the vineyard uh that's uh, in fact i just saw on his list of guilty pleasures i saw that um i don't know if he posted it but he but dave becker made a mention that this would have probably been on it but he had just posted the review it's called the vineyard it's a really weird movie and of course most of us know james hong from like uh, big trouble in little china yeah. you know he played lopan david lopan so this movie's really weird uh and and it's it's worth checking out though it's a very weird strange 
goofy, um, goofy horror movie, but it's a lot of fun. And yes. then there's also, um, there's a movie I, I saw once and I really, I, it's on YouTube. I need to sit down and check it out again. It's a movie I, I know for a fact, just in my memory of it, I can sit down and probably watch this one with the kids. It's called The Cellar. And it involves this uh, family. They move to this house that's built sort of on, an, you know, the classic Indian burial ground kind yes. of tribal area. Yeah. And there's a monster down living under the ground in the cellar. I don't know if you guys remember this one. Yes. But it's a fun movie i my memories it's a fun movie i haven't yeah. probably seen it yeah. since like 89 or 90 I wanna say, but i remember enjoying it i think they remade this movie uh did they yeah they did a version but, of um, but, family guy this is a fun it's a fun monster movie uh do you remember the curse series curse 2 came out this year curse series was probably the most disconnected horror series because it was literally four or five different movies made in different years released willy-nilly and they were literally made completely separate of themselves and then just somebody said let's call this one curse one let's call this one curse two curse one it's really the color out of space and it was directed by david (laughs) and it was released in like with will wheaton and whatnot back in like 87 and uh but curse two is a is a snake man movie involves a guy who's bitten by a radioactive snake turns into a snake man and at one point i believe vomits all of his internal organs over his girlfriend's car these things happen sounds um, like saturday night baby yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Boom. <laughs> it's when things get wild um but uh well, there was there was one other one. Oh, the last one i want to mention that to me was is really like worthwhile notable and it was an actual a British TV movie, but it was the first like movie adaptation of The Woman in Black, which yes. is the same movie that later. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's the one that was done in 2012 and had uh, Daniel Radcliffe in it. And I like that movie, but this one's way creepier. Yeah. Uh, it's very sort of nondescript. It, it's done in such a way that it feels sort of um, it's it's I've underproduced, and it just makes it creepier. It's a lot of. It, it, implied things but the mm-hmm. haunting feel is there it's a really good movie yeah um that's that one was on my list too uh along with hell high hell how high, high. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah baby high. <laughs> that was a good one, yeah. Fun one. <laughs> that one I, that one i found on youtube you can find yes that. you can find a lot of cool stuff on yeah. youtube man yeah. um yeah. let's, which is, let's not forget the supermarket slasher movie the intruder yeah, yeah. Oh, was that yeah, eighty nine? The Intruder. Yes. Yeah, I've got one. Fun. I've got a couple still left. Uh, the Church. Michael the church. Sove. Uh, yeah, the Church is a, a cool church movie. Church is on top of like a what did they call it? Like a twelfth century burial ground or something, and uh, spirits are trapped underneath the church. Like it's, and it's got Dario Argento. I think wrote it. Yeah, or wrote yeah. part yeah, of a, it. All that weird Italian kind of oh yeah supernatural horror stuff. It yeah. definitely has an Argento. And, and the, the last one of any note that I oh well, there's two. Uh, it's a sci-fi movie, but our good friend Stuart Gordon put out Robot Jocks in 1989. <laughs> that is fun. <laughs> That's, That's a sci. It's like a Pacific Rim before there was Pacific Rim. If you were a kid in the 90s, I mean, it's it, it's they get into these giant robotic mechs and have fights to decide who wins the world wars. The way it should yeah. be, you know. So oh, it's America yeah. oh, yeah. versus Russia. Uh, and the last one I want to mention is if you like your extreme German films, violent shit, 
came out in 1989. <laughs> that happened yeah. earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> That's after Taco Bell. <laughs> hey, honey, they, come I think, here, I think, check this out. I think they made a sequel. There was a violent shit, too. And I think <laughs> they, re- they reprise it. And, it's, and, and if you know, like, the German extreme the reruns. Yeah. <laughs> bravo, sir. Bravo. Like the Germans, the That's Germans it. had like Nathan gets the prize for tonight. <laughs> the Germans had like Necromantique and Necromantique Two and all the Olaf Ittenbach yeah. films, yeah. Premutos and Burning Moon and all that. This is it follows in that. So give a good look to violent shit and see what yeah. comes. Yes. Don't look uh, just flush. <laughs> I'm gonna throw this out there. This is a Roger Corman film, The Terror Within. The Terror. Uh, we reviewed we that, reviewed one, that on, one. Did yeah. you guys? Yeah. yeah. On, on the uh, uh, roulette early on, I think. Yeah. George yeah. Kennedy. Uh, George, George Kennedy, Kennedy. Andrew Stevens. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All yeah, the yeah. all the greats. <laughs> yeah. You know. Uh, I, you know what can you say about this movie? I mean, it's it's kind of up your alley. It's it's like post apocalyptic kind of. Mm-hmm. You know, there's well, these mutants running around. Yeah, know. it's got a little bit of alien to it, a little bit yeah. of Cloverfield. Like it's got a little bit of oh, a little bit of everything in it. Yeah, yeah, sweet. Yeah, I mean, kind of a cool film. Uh, I got one that I want to bring up. No, that I I have never seen. So I, I really can't talk about this, but I, I'm kind of hoping that you guys have seen this. There was a movie called After Midnight. Yeah. And it had uh, the Marge uh, Helgenberg that was uh-huh. on uh, CSI forever. Uh, it is uh, like an anthology movie. Is that, based on the, stories. Is, that, is that based on the Stephen King book? After no, midnight. no, it's not. No? It, After Midnight was a uh, was four novellas of Kings. That was I, I want to say released later. That's not re- not related to this. Okay, this is uh, this has I think three stories and then a wraparound. Yeah, yeah, kind of story. My uh, mem- I have a very kind of vague memory, but I'm my memory, but it's it's not bad. I, again, I have never I seen this, but I watched much. the trailer yeah. for it earlier, and I'm like, oh my god, I need to find this movie because it's. I, it just looks interesting to me. I just saw one looking that one up from 89 called The Dead Pit. The Dead Pit. Ooh, yeah, I've got that on my was, list. Uh, that's a Brett Leonard movie. Brett Leonard went yeah. on. He's not, he, he didn't do a lot of great movies, but he did uh, Virtuosity and high, a movie I like, Hideaway with Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Uh, it was based off of the, uh, uh, what was it, the Dean Koontz novel. But um, Dead Pit. Yeah, I haven't, did you guys. I, I, I haven't seen that one. I, I, I'm going to check to see if it's on Tubi. Yeah. I remember they had a... It is. It's on Tubi. I yeah. Back, back in the day uh, when video stores were still around, they had the coolest cover on the VHS tape. It had, like, it had the, like, the, the demon zombie thing or whatever coming, cl- climbing out of a pit. But what was cool is, is there was a little button on the bottom of the thing that said push here, and when you would push it, its eyes would flash. Yep, yeah, yeah. That's one. Yeah. I yeah, I should jump back then. I think it was in '88. The movie I forgot to mention, Black Roses, which is now on. Yes. Oh, the heavy Shutter. metal. The heavy metal. Yeah, the heavy Great metal film. demon movie. It's, it's fun, but that also had one of those covers that was like so elaborate. You felt like they spent all the money on the box art. You know, yeah. like it had the demon hands holding the. Uh, you guys ever see a movie? Real messed up movie. It's a it's a French film and it's a horror film. 
and it's called Baxter. And it's a I have not seen that. that I saw it in the list. But he's yeah, a like pit bull him. terrier, and he uh, he, he kind of narrates the movie, and <laughs> he ends up uh, he's he's basically almost like a uh, uh, you know um, he 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 seems like he's a serial killer in dog form almost. But then what happens is he ends up uh, with this this little boy as his like owner. But this kid is a uh, a Hitler enthusiast, and yeah. he like he and he like uh, he just really like uh, wants to emulate Adolf Hitler. And he and the dog are kind of coming to this, you know. Both of them are crazy, and both of them are sort of moving towards this confrontation. It's a dark, messed up movie, <laughs> yeah. and it has a very strange sensibility to it. It's not like a normal. I wouldn't really recommend this unless you're ready for something that's pretty twisted uh you know i wouldn't say i enjoyed it but for people who like the kind of stronger content uh not necessarily that this is super gory or anything like that it's just very messed up you know it leaves you with a bad feeling yeah that kind of like leaves me with a bad feeling of doing what we gotta do next which is a in the podcast in, but b well this episode but put up our top 10 yeah, we're gonna be doing Ooh. a top ten episode after this. Um, well, not necessarily tonight, but we're our next episode is gonna be our top ten. Yeah, and, it's gonna to be tough. Man, there is just so much, so many great films. I mean, uh, this one's gonna be hard to do. You know, eighties has always been considered the decade of horror. And, uh, yeah. You know, yeah, but I mean, you could do it. You could do a top twenty just on slashers. Oh, I yeah. know, oh, man. It's uh, like, so we challenged ourselves to put our top ten which we probably will have a lot of the same movies on our list, I'm sure. I'll probably only be able to come up with five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, have you guys done, done your top tens of the 80s or anything like that? Or Have I done? Uh, not completely. You know, I, I've done it in the past. It's been a bit. But, yeah, I, I think it gets hard because a, that period of time there, when you look at, like – like the um, even the first five years of the decade, you can get easily a top ten. You can almost get a top ten out of nineteen eighty two to nineteen eighty three. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, we oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. or eighty four. You know what? And, I uh, I did a list a while back. A horror movie podcast uh, did you know uh, yeah. their breakdowns mm-hmm. too, and I published it. And I have to go back and find it. Cause, I did I the mean, same. That's probably when I would have done it. Yeah, depending upon the day, you know, it might the thing might be two, the thing might be four. You know, like but right, yeah. you have all the, how many car? You can make almost a Carpenter's list of movies, right? Like from yeah, the eighties, yeah, oh, yeah. Carpenter has so Absolutely. many great films, and and oh my gosh, The Shining and the Evil Dead's and Alien, and it's gonna be hard, all, but we're yeah, gonna do it. Yeah, Friday, um, Fright Night. Yeah, man, it's gonna be a hard one, but we'll get it done. You and know, we're gonna it's... record that tonight. Yeah, no, we're not. <laughs> I got a lot of thinking. I got a lot of thinking to do on this one. Um, but we really do want to thank you guys for coming on and having this. Oh, yeah, it was good fun, time man. with us. It was fun. Um, yeah. We'll get we'll get it's you always back. A blast, guys. We'll get yeah. you guys back Thanks. on Phantom Galaxy sometime soon. Oh nice. yeah, for sure, nice. for sure. You, you guys had brought up Buckaroo Bonsai. Yes. Yes. I I actually I had that idea. I have not watched that movie all the way through since probably the early nineties, maybe. And I, I, think, uh, I think mine's been longer than that. Uh, a long time. And, and I was glancing across the, go ahead. It popped into my head. I was like, man, that would be a fun episode to do with Nathan and Bill. Yeah. You know? yeah absolutely. 
and I was glancing over my like the the shelf that is my Criterion movies on today, and I saw Repo Man on there, and I thought, man, can you imagine oh, a double the, feature? The genetic, the genetic opera. No, not Repo, the genetic opera. Oh. This is Repo Man it's... with Emilio Estevez oh, from the nineteen oh, eighties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Alex Cox movie where they're driving around with a car that may or may not have an alien body in the trunk yeah. and Harry <laughs> Dean stands in it. That's the, the, we should do a double feature of you buckaroo bonsai and, and repo man and our heads will explode. Hell I yeah. Think. We can do um, it. We can do it. Um, guys, yeah. why don't you uh, let everybody know where they can find you? I know you're on a million podcasts, but uh, give them all your info. You want them to know. Go ahead, Nathan, take her away. Okay. Well, uh, I'm on the Phantom Galaxy podcast, and Bill is my co-host over there. You can find us at phantomgalaxypodbean.com. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. And we are, uh, we're coming up on the one year since we kind of resurrected the podcast, and Bill became my co-host. We're going to have an anniversary episode. We're going to have a bunch of different guests on there. It's going to be a lot of fun. We keep saying it's basically going to be like the, uh, the Phantom Galaxy version of a tele one of those like PBS telethons, <laughs> except we won't be asking for your money. You don't have. And to Jerry Lewis isn't going to show up. No, Can we no, ask you for money? Lewis, but <laughs> no, no, mine stops at the border. You don't want that Canadian money anyway. But um, so yeah, you can find us over there, and you can find Bill about a thousand and ten other places as well. Yeah. Find me at Land of the Creeps and with Nathan at Phantom Galaxy, and anyone else with a podcast that's reputable and has a microphone, I'm good for. Oh yeah, you can yeah. take the reputable part. Just don't forget about strange frequencies too. Oh, strange frequencies is on it, and these right. two these two handsome young gentlemen uh, were with us about a month ago, and so that will be on pretty darn soon. And um, the illustrated fan with uh, Dave Becker and Nathan, where they go over anime and animated films, and uh, I know they just recorded one not that long ago, so there will be one coming out. Sometime. Right, all these are under the uh, Phantom Galaxy banner. We're eventually going to have to become a network, right? <laughs> We're yeah. a podcast and a network of a. Is, awesome. we, we've called ourselves the Russian Russian nesting doll of podcasts. It's sort of like there's this one in there, and, oh look, there's another one. There's one more. That's awesome, guys. No, that's man, that's awesome. awesome. So, we appreciate you so much. Our fans love you. We love you guys. Um, all right, guys. That's the eighty-eight, eighty-nine. Our next episode is going to be our top ten. We uh, and your homework is to watch violent shit. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. I'm All excited right, to watch some of these movies I haven't seen in years. Just talking about them, like I'm oh, yeah. primed for Pumpkinhead. <laughs> oh yeah, Shocker. I want to go back and watch Shocker. All right, guys, that's it for this episode. We love you guys. Thanks for your support, horror fam. And as always, until next time, keep it creepy.